Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Everybody, welcome into the Penny Bloom podcast. It is I, Colton Robertson, and I'm joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. We're fresh off Andor. It's time to fucking party. Welcome to the Andor After Party, uh, episode four, titled Aldani. Mm-hmm. They got titles this week. Yeah, I don't know how fast it updated for the first three. The first three was like next day. Ah, I see. That's uh, why I didn't. I didn't know then. Yeah, it, it it was Casa for episode one. That would be me for episode two, and Reckoning for episode three. And now we're here to Aldani for episode four. And I'm gonna do the scene by scene a little bit different this time. Kind of kind of break it up. All the stuff on Aldani, all the Cassian stuff, mm-hmm. and then all the Coruscant stuff. I like separate the Mothma and. And the Imperial ISB shit. So just kind of uh, bear with me here. It's not sequentially how it occurred in the episode, but it is. It sequential all in parts. In parts. In parts. Yeah, just um, different parts of the world. Who knows? Exactly. These could exactly. be going on at way different times. Probably not. But... Probably not. I don't um, think we're dealing with a Westworld sort of situation yeah, here. No. Speaking <laughs> of, got a new puppy this week. No way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the name? bernard oh let's go dude is it is it inspired off of the bernard well i was like or is it a saint bernard dog it's not a saint bernard we already have a saint bernard actually um her her name's philly but this one's a little lab and australian shepherd mix all black uh i was like going hard for a fictional character name Mm. uh and the one like it took day it took a couple days to name this dog um and finally today, my mom started calling him Bernie, Bernard, and I was like, yes, yes. And it's Imagine. like, it's not, it's inspired, I, I posed the idea with Bernard in mind. Okay. But uh, I didn't, I didn't go, it's a Westworld character, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, I was, yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah. like, it's, yeah, yeah. Imagine. I put a few out there. Cobb. Ooh. I was like, I was like Cobb Banth, Cobb. I don't know. Interesting Cobb. little. I went Finn, Poe, I, I threw out Andor, Cassian, threw out, threw out all these, threw out a bunch of Star Wars ones. He's going to come up yet. to you one night and go, have you ever questioned the nature of your own reality? And you're <laughs> going to be like, oh my God, I knew it. I knew I got the right name. <laughs> one day I'm going to, one day I'm going to wake up. I'm a, I'm a, he'll be in my face. He'll go, bring yourself back online. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh, that'll really fuck my day up. But are you ready for Andor episode four, my friend? Oh, I am ready. Let's get it. So we start this episode fresh off of uh, the reckoning last week. Cathian and Luthan making their escape uh, in in the in the Fondor shuttle, which Cassian is shocked can make a jump to hyperspace. Um, he's like, yo, I've been in one of these things. What the fuck going on here? Uh, 
you you real deal, huh? Who are you with? He's like, oh, I know who you with. Alliance, Seps, Gorillas, some shit like that. He was like, all the mm. same, all the same thing, huh? He's like, yeah, to me, it is. I I, I loved the shit, and I lo- basically the same pitch Luthen gave him last week, just kind of, you know, like now you kind of. I, Last chance. I'll either drop you off or you can come on and fight these motherfuckers for real. Yeah, I like how he said you have one of two choices. One, you can, you know, join me, blah, 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 or go back to what you're doing. And then he's like, and obviously you could kill me and try to take the ship. I love how he, he said try to take the ship. And yeah, I, I get the note that, like, we see later that the Fondor droid would not be a fan of him trying to take the ship. Nah, yeah. That he thinks is, about it. It's it. got something special about it that, and, and I don't know if it's kind of like a, uh, you know how, um, oh, what's the droid's name? That got uploaded into the the Falcon and like became. The oh Falcon yeah, L three. Yeah, uh, kind of like that sort of situation where it's like a. I don't know. It, it seems the ship has its own intelligence, and it's not just. I don't know. It seems more something like that. I guess it is just a droid, but the ship. It's the same thing, just in a Regardless, bigger form that a can fucking fly. Kick ass ship. Uh, kick kick ass ship. Kick ass droid. Everything, everything working well, and for Luthen over there, in, in regards to the ship, but uh, the conversation they have here, mm. really good. Uh, like uh, the whole, I'm offering everything you want all at once. He's like, what, what the fuck you mean? What do I want? He goes to put a real stick in the eye of the Empire, and get paid for it. Uh, he's like, mm. okay, okay, I'll hear you out. What you talking about? Uh, he, you know, he talks about how he's he's done fighting. He's been he, he fought when in Mimban when he was 16. Mm. And uh, does this sound familiar to you? Do you, you know? Mimbon. You remember the war sequence in Solo? That's really? Mimban. Yes. So wow. Han and Cassian were in the same place at the same time at some point. Wow. Uh, very, served, him, served him some food as he was a cook. <laughs> at, uh, at, at well, cook for the first six months, right? And then he... Well, he was, was on the ground for six months total, and then oh, he dipped. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, that's right. He dipped, not became a soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he went ahead and got the fuck out of there. He's like, and I loved the fucking, like, uh, I, I know what people tell me, you know? I know this about you. I know this about you. But everything else, I I, I guess. I, I feel, I imagine your hate. You know, that shit was so hard. I imagine that no matter what you tell me or tell yourself, you'll ultimately die fighting these bastards. Wouldn't you rather give it all at once to something real than carve off useless pieces till there's nothing left? And ultimately, that's exactly how he goes out. You know, like that's uh, it. it's kind of crazy watching a character's rise when we know the thing he goes out for, you know, like we know Cassian dies fighting the empire in one of the most important moments of the galactic civil war. Like that's, uh, he's, he's a fucking war hero, man. We were just yeah. seeing him get there. It's fucking I already, awesome. I already put him down, uh, still on Scar's guard for the performance of this episode. Mm. Um, it's not close. Okay. Thank this you. This man's fucking nuts. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I already put him down there for the performance. Um, he might be my favorite character again at this episode for like a later development that we'll get to. But I already have him for the previous two. Um, I, well, might... I mean, we'll get to it too. But yeah. like, whenever he like puts on the disguise and then he like affects his like his new personality, you know? Oh, like, I was dude. like, 
I loved that shit yeah. because he's doing like some real deal spy shit. He is living a whole other yeah. life for yeah. for the for for the empire for Coruscant. And who's this is one of many, dude. This is just his Coruscant life. Mm. And go, pick out or landing sequence blah blah blah. I guarantee part of the landing sequence is the costume you have to put on. Right. So I can I this dude just has outfits out the wazoo different Luthen, uh, dude like, like I, i'm probably not gonna go with him for my favorite character because i think i did at least once last time but i will be going with him for yeah. performance because yeah. he, he's like i tweeted it earlier because i couldn't hold it in I, I like to keep all my takes limited to the podcast before twitter you know but i was mm -hmm. like dude stellan skarsgård is luthan is one of the greatest Star Wars performances ever. Like this man is nuts. Yeah. Uh I'm in he's so meticulous about things and I guess we'll there's a lot of things that um, I'm kind of jumping the gun on, but I, I just wanted right. to to say like he I I don't want to slot him in for the char favorite character as of quite yet because we do get some introductions that are quite we get some great really, really cool. introductions. So, um, but uh, I, yes, I'm but... I'm putting him down there for performance, and then the line right, um, I'm going to agree. The with imagine you line that he had. Um, yeah, that was strong. My favorite line of the episode. Yeah, yeah right. it's hard to it's hard to get better than that, man. That was a, that was a damn good, just a great opening to the episode. Really set the tone again. Uh, first time I've stayed up till two a.m. for a show, and mm. I don't know how long. Uh, it's been a really long time since I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to power through and I'm going to stay up till 2 a.m. And I did. And I was like, oh, fuck, buddy. Yeah. yeah but, uh, was, man, that would have been a fun one to watch at night. I don't know. It could be a different, a whole different energy to watch at night because it's like a spy show. And this, the yeah, suspense is going to yeah. be building. Like I, I kind of watched it just in the right, right when I woke up is when I watched it. I feel uh, you. But ooh, I, feel I don't you. know. I, no, no way! I'm gonna actually wait until the night to no, watch it. If I'm no, not up at two a.m., like no, 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 no I'm no, going no, to watch. Yeah, it I'm gonna watch it in the morning. Yeah, like, uh, but uh, regardless, though, uh, this this little spiel seems to get Andor on his side, and Luthen's like, "All right, so we got big stakes, big danger here. Uh, we're gonna be stealing the quarterly payroll for an entire imperial sector, and I'm prepared to pay you two hundred thousand dollars or two hundred thousand credits for it." That's like gotta be barely any of that, right? Of an entire yeah. sector, the payroll, like how many people? I guess the money is not. It's not just split amongst people in the rebellion. I'm assuming just the large portion of it will go to fund the rebellion. Is yeah. like kind of kind of the idea, not to be like, all right, we're paying people. We're just gonna split the money up. I think right. people reap some benefits of it. You know, it's it's always good, but. Um, and the music I, swell here whenever he was, whenever he was like, I, Nicholas Bertel is fucking killing it. Mm. When this music swells and he's like, uh, we're stealing the quarterly payroll for an entire Imperial sector, Cassian Ander. Um, mm. I, it was just like building and building and building. And then it cuts to Coruscant here. I won't, I won't do that necessarily, but that's when it cuts to us seeing Coruscant for the first time in a long time in yeah. live action. I mean, Obi-Wan Kenobi, we obviously get a couple views of it, but like the planet surface, like seeing, oh, the capital of the galaxy. All the, just the cars flying. You know, like you get like just the shots of Commander Nark whenever he's walking just down whatever. Yeah. Like just when he's walking through the city. 
Um, and like just all the we got the actual atmosphere of course yeah. in this episode, and it was oh. it's so grand, man. They're building they're building the stakes, they're building the scope of the show. It's nuts. But uh, another one of the things that Luthen offers Cassian as a down payment is a Kuwati signet blue Kyber sky stone. Is so basically a Kyber crystal. Kyber crystal, like basically, is yeah. like is it first? It's a how? it's Kyber. It's made of Kyber, so it's a Kyber crystal. That's like, that's worth a whole lot. He says, like, yeah, he goes, probably don't worth- accept anything less than, t- what, doesn't he say don't accept anything less than 200000 for it? Or is it like $2 million? Oh, really? Oh, I, I didn't even realize he set a price in there. Um, yeah, he was like, he was like, if you're going to do this, if you betray me and you sell this shit, don't take less than this for said it. That? Uh, but oh, just know that, it'll yeah. be, just know that no matter what you get for it, it's worth more to me. And wow. I need you to promise me you'll get it back to me. And I just want to be like, eh. sign the death warrant. <laughs> Luthen dead before he can get his hands on this Kyber crystal again. I'm watching the scene right now. He he just says like a lot more than two hundred thousand. Um, like. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, 50,000. Sorry, no. Don't take less than 50,000. Wow. Gotcha. That's all? That's all. He's getting... Well... I guess at this point in time... There still are a whole lot of Jedi. And you could just... Like, any dead Jedi grab a crystal out of their saber. So, yeah, yeah the I guess Empire's been, The Empire's been mining... For Kyber for a while for the Death Star yeah. now, but uh, so I guess not that out there. Um, but huh, nice to know a a Kyber crystal goes for about fifty k on the street. About fifty k right now, you know. About fifty k, uh, in Empire times. But uh, eventually, Luthen and Andor arrive on Aldani, where uh, where we meet Vel, and Vel, we got another Game of Thrones Star Wars crossover. This is the waif, the chick who trains Arya that she ultimately kills in the dark. Uh, mm. This is the waif. Uh, this is the waif. Uh, but uh, <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, she's she's the leader of the team uh, running this mission. Uh, and, wow, uh, I can't believe that didn't click before. I didn't even get the familiarity little tingle. Oh no! Like I saw her, and I was like, "That's the waif." Um, Hmm. man. Now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, "How the heck did I not see that?" Well, and that's why her. That's why I. I'm tempted to go with Vel for my character. Mm. I really like Mm. Vel. Um, and I I was tempted to go with her for the performance because do you know how much she had to overcome for me to like her? Like, the Waif is one of the all-time hateable characters, and I never thought I'd be able to look at this actress and see anything else. She fits perfectly into this role as Vel. It's nuts. That's true. That is very true. Yeah, she did. She was very... I don't know. Fits the rebellion spirit, like, perfectly. Yeah. Um, she's, like, in a leader, you know, and she's, like, with the conversation that she has with Luthen, there's, there's some... She's trying to become more and more of a leader, and you see it as she goes back, you know, to the camp and talk to all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's taking a mentor sort of position in her life a little bit. Uh, He talked to her kind of 
like, look at me. Like, whenever he, like, started to, like, yell at He's her. He's like, this you know? is like, not a game, yeah, man. This is not like, a joke. Like, it wasn't necessarily disrespect. It was just like, yo, this isn't. This important. is real. You I better can't... listen up. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, but, yeah, um, she's 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 not too excited about taking Clem on. That's the name Cassian adopts for the uh, for the mission here uh, after his father or his adoptive father, Clem. But uh, yeah, she's like, it's a little late in the game, don't you think? And Luthen's like, hey, man, he can speak a bunch of languages. He can lie his ass off. He's not opposed to killing motherfuckers. He's good. He's good. Um, and he's like, it, it increases the chances of success for your team. And Vel's like, I I don't think this is gonna go well. He's like, yo, I was gonna, I was gonna, basically, put you aside. I was not gonna come back out here. You need to take this man on, and we're gonna be fine. Okay. Uh, you'd have been out of job without this. Yeah, like without yeah. this guy, this would not be happening. If it was just up to you guys, which I mean, it seems that it's like the job itself. I don't know. It seems that you would want kind of like a. I guess we'll we'll get there. I'm jumping into it, but like, it doesn't seem that it, it would be like. I guess it is just the skill of Cassian that he is saying that increases their odds so much. Not necessarily yeah. just like the one more warm body they have. I think it's like this guy just kind of knows what he's doing, which is pretty cool. Yeah, um, and he's like, he's like, I'm I'm buying you critical redundancy. Mm. Like you, yeah, he calls just, him disposable, and do you yeah. think that's, like, his legitimate viewpoint, or do you think that's, like, I know he's not going to fail, I think it's I, a sales I'm point. saying, saying like, to, to sell the point to her. Yeah, I, I think it's a sales point. I don't think he, like, I think if Luthen, Luthen would prefer Cassian makes it out of this, obviously, he gives him the Kyra crystal and stuff, he really wants it back. I don't, True. like, I think that was, like, him being, like, hey, man, don't worry, yeah, he's a mercenary, that makes him disposable, you're good to do whatever here. Um but he's going to ride for you. I know that. I know that for sure. Good salesman. And, uh, yeah. He's a good salesman. Yeah. And Vel's like, you fucking kidding me? A goddamn mercenary? We've been fucking eating scraps and shit, and you're paying a motherfucker to come fight with us? Uh, and, and Luthen's like, hey, you need, you need this to work. Failure would be devastating. Uh, and frankly, I'll call the operation off if you don't take Andor. And Vel's like, okay. Okay. I'll take him. And uh, they go on their little trek back to camp. Uh, and, that, and they're going to tell everyone that adding him was her idea. They don't talk about Luthen. That's not something that comes up. Luthen doesn't exist. Um, so she is, to this group on Aldani, what Hera Syndulla was to the Rebels crew in, in Rebels. She's like the she's like Ooh. the tie to the rebellion. Nobody really knows it's more organized. Nobody knows it's coming from a larger entity. They're just fighting on their own small scale. Yeah. Um, okay. That's and she's a, like, oh, it's need, like later on, she's like, it's need to know, and you don't need to fucking know. You know, like mm. I got this shit. I know what I'm doing. Uh, I really like Vel, and I'll. I'll decide on a favorite character a little later because there's a few great character introductions here. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, she reveals that they are not only taking a quarterly payroll, but that they are going to have to rob an Imperial armory for it. And 
Cassian's like, what the fuck? And, and Armory, he didn't say shit about that. Uh, that's not, that's not cool. That's not what I'm here for. And then, uh, she's like, well, it's, it's what we're going to be fucking doing. So you're going to have to deal with it. Now we got seven people. We should be fine. Um, he's like seven people against a goddamn garrison. Are you kidding me? Uh, and then he's like, wait, 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 shh, 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 shh. I was watching this at 2 a.m. So I figured out recently that I can connect my AirPods to my Apple TV and watch watch it with the sound directly in my ears, which is fucking amazing. Strongly recommended if you can possibly figure that out. Um, but when this part came on and they hide and you can hear the TIE fighters at a distance, it's like it's like really far away. And then, bro, it was a jump scare for me. When they came, like, because, like, it sounded yeah. like they were super far away, and then all of a sudden they were, like, vroom, like, right in front of us, and it was like, oh, God. Oh, uh, no, it was I, like, literally during that moment, uh, I out loud went, ah, that never gets old. Like, the sound, mm-hmm. like, I just, that sound, it, I wonder how they made that sound in the first place. It that, really, like, screech. Like, it, like, is it a human? No way, right? Like, no way no. it's a... I'm, like, maybe it's evolved from... part. Like, I think it's like a combination of, like, some sort of jet engine. Uh, maybe someone is screaming. Like, <laughs> if, it's if like that's a, a human, that's insane. Um, it's It can't solely be a human. It's got to be combined with some other elements. But I'd be willing to bet there's a human scream in there. Uh, but regardless... Ele- it's an elephant call with oh. a car driving on wet pavement. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Dude, Who ben thinks Burt. of that? Yeah, ben that's, Burt. That man's a fucking nut. That's insane. That's actually nuts. Yeah, but uh, I, lo- I loved my favorite shot of the episode actually comes at this part. It's when they're marching through the night. And uh, you got the two moons in the distance. And, like, frankly, the entire setting, when they were just, like, marching uphill and they were having that conversation, and the landscape just goes on for fucking ever. You can see the mountains in the background. I was like, oh. It looked like solitary island, but everywhere. Like, this is what it looked like. Like, I'm like, like, it looks familiar, but. Expansive. Yeah. Oh, it was so beautiful. So lush. So like wonderful. I loved this place. Aldani fucking rocks. Uh, and I hope I, and presumably for the next probably two episodes, I kind of get the notes that we're probably going to be doing this in a sort of four, three day. episode arcs. Yeah. Uh, kind of like the of this. a live action, uh, Clone Wars type Clone thing. Wars. Is this, well, I don't know, maybe that's how many seasons are they planning for this? Two. Oh, and that's it. Like and they're saying it's it's over. Or they're just saying that... it is two. It is oh, two okay. seasons, and season oh, okay. two will take us right up to Rogue One. Oh okay. Oh, I guess the oh. there is a hard cut off here. Well, I guess for yeah. Clone Wars there is a hard cut off there too. Um, but there's such a like, it slowly grew and grew. You know, like it was like, oh, the Clone Wars were two years. Oh, it was three years. Okay, maybe it was closer to five. Um, you know, like it was <laughs> dang, we really got something good going on here. We really need to expand this one out. Yeah, exactly. But um <laughs> and or when they get there, not extremely well received, you know, uh as they're as they're pulling up, you know, we see we see Nemec and Skeen as we come to know them. 
Skeen pulling up on Nemec, putting the gun to his head because he fell asleep during his watch. And he was like, hey, man, if you're running with this person or this person or Saw Gerrera, they'll put your head on a spike and for a laugh. Yeah, that was uh, nice. Nice well, little. Felt warm inside when I hear, heard his name. Yeah, I love Saw Gerrera, man. He's a great character. And uh, I cannot know, wait. Do you realize one of these characters anywhere else? Yes, Nemec is from the end of the fucking world. Have you have you watched that? Oh no, that's I, I it's the same character, but I know him from something else. Oh uh, no shit. It's the Black Mirror episode that he is in oh. in which he watches like child pornography or something like that. And then a secret organization gets him to do a bunch of like you know, deliver this cake here and then it like eventually leads to him killing some, like one on one fight to the death with someone. Is like Damn. what it ends up being. But yeah, I, I only know. Have you ever watched the end of the fucking guy. world? No, that's a great show, and he plays a fantastic character. He's the main oh, character. Wow, He's, his we name is James. Two diff, way different views on this guy. Oh yeah, I I know him as child porn. Oh, he's still a little bit of a psycho in the end of the fucking world. Oh, okay, um, this is the most sweet I've ever seen him. Um, yeah, he's a little sweetheart. This yeah, was the other is. contender for me for like favorite character of the episode. Oh, I love okay. Nemec. Yeah, he's like uh, that's all I need to hear, or like that one where he's like, I, if he's in this all the way, that's it. That's all I need. You know? Yeah, like yeah. He's really like, is. he's like, I can feel it from him. You know? And I like that he's not the only one who's like that. You know, Terraman's also like that. He's like a, he's got the brass. You can tell. You know, I'm not worried about how good he's going to be. He will be good. It's just the fact that he was brought in this late and we weren't consulted. You know, I can't, I can't do that shit. I can tell he's good. You know, I can just feel that from him. And, and oh, Nemec's no. like, they're making us feel really, really close and attached to him. Yeah. Nemec's dead, dude. Oh no. Yeah. He's dead for, he's dying in this, in this operation for no. sure. Uh, that I was going to get there. I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. Nemec's dead. There's zero doubt. He's the sweetheart who they all really love and are like, he's like the little brother of the group. They're all just kind of like, yeah. Nemec, take care of him, you know? Um, but yeah, he's dead. He's dead for sure. And I'd be willing to bet he sacrifices himself for Cassian. Oh. Continues to radicalize Cassian further and further into the rebellion's corner and stuff. He, he finds even more people to fight for and stuff. Like it just, it makes a lot of sense. Um, that's an, it it just goes to show like that, that the smallest little sacrifice to save one person could end up being what saves the galaxy yeah it saves everyone and like i don't know it's like the whole that's what the whole cause is it's not like that your one sacrifice has to be big enough to save the entire galaxy it's just that as long as it was for the cause you know Mm. for the cause but for the cause and i i love that this show already like this group we meet vel terraman skeen nemec and cinta the the nurse i like Mm -hmm. cinta Looked a little familiar, if I'm yeah. And, and they paid a little. She was separated, you know, introduced a little late, on purpose. I feel. Um, I don't know. I, I if this is another like someone from Canari, um, that he oh. just has does not recognize because it's been such a long time. Could it, it legitimately be his sister? Because I, he hasn't seen her in so long. Like, is that even a possibility? That's interesting. I'd completely put that out of my mind. I don't think so. I get the impression she's been here a while. Uh, 
I get the impression they've all been here a while. Yes. But, like, if... And if the last time that or Cassian saw his sister, which was whenever he was taken off of Canari, say that was the last time he actually saw her, he has no idea what she looks like as a full-grown adult right now. No idea at all. And, like, he is not going to reveal his Canari past to anyone because he he's Clem right now. He's not even Cassian. Mm. So he's not even going to call himself Cassian. That's why he's Clem right now. Because if... if uh, Senta heard Cassian, Casa, and someone that resembled a Canari, and she could like put it together. I have a feeling that there's like they're gonna get close because she's the one patching up his wound, and then he's gonna be like, "Where are you from?" And it's like, you know what? I'm not even Clem. I'm actually Cassian. I'm actually from Canari. Because um, he's like he's trusting these people more and more, and then she's gonna be like, "Oh no way." I'm from Canari too. I had a brother thing named... for me. There were a couple things here. Uh, there was information released between episodes that the flashbacks we get are actually pre Clone Wars. They're hmm. before. They're before the Clone Wars at all. So it's a like Cassian's age is uh, falsified, just like his birth planet. You know. Uh, oh wait, wait a minute. This is wait. If it's before the, how long? And the Clone Wars lasted for what? Three to five years is generally the idea. And that was, well, there are five BBY, and that's oh, yeah. It's okay. it's a good twenty to twenty two years since that. Cinta looks to be about twenty to twenty two years for me, um, and also. Fair. Um, I feel like they went heavier with the uh, Latinx sort of angle for Canari, and I'm getting I'm getting a little mm. bit more of a of a Indian sort of a Middle True. Eastern sort of thing. I don't know. I just Southwest I just Asia. I guess I was thinking more of the implication of like them not running to reveal their Canari like past because it's very secretive for some reason and maybe that's just a cassian thing actually but admit whoa it works even oh because she she would just be open with it yeah i'm from canary she was open with it even in the brothel if it is yeah sister. right um so like she would be open with it and that would be cassian's end to be like no fucking way okay i don't know but i i think i was just thinking of that moment thinking that it would be really cool the show. That would be really cool. Um, it, 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 I, I will say it is of note that the actress's name is Varada Sethu. She is an Indian-born British actress. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that it was It was just um, like they were specifically saying Canari were like... Well, I, that, I, um, I think that's just more. generally the vibe. That's just generally the, the vibe I got, and I feel like mm-hmm. they were trying to maintain that pretty yeah, faithfully. But uh, regardless... Um, I'm excited for this whole group. I love all of them. You know, like I'm already like the fact that we've got these small cells of rebellion, like we've got on uh, uh, Ferrix with Brasso and mm. uh, Bix and but, but everything Bix. they've got going on. But, but Bix, everything we got going on over there, we got the stuff on Aldani with this crew. Like, I just love that it's small, focused rebel. Like, it's just. 
it's like a bunch of different little arcs and rebels, you know, like, uh, it's, it's fucking fantastic, but, uh, and we better, we better check in with all these groups. I mean, obviously the one that Cassian is in, we will be following very closely, but I, I need a, I need more Brasso. I need, I need more, I need more, Brasso. I need more B2. B. We'll be, we'll be back. We'll be back. Marva's still there, you know, and th- we get a little allusion to it later on. You know, they're like, uh, the Imperials will be op, will be, uh, mm. occupying the Morlana sector. They'll be back. Sure. Like, uh, Sure. We'll be back on Ferrix before long, but uh could be a couple episodes. It, it could. But uh they uh I like that Nemec was like very, very trusting. He says his main concern is that uh Andor is a is a true believer in the cause and, and Vel is like, Well, he got paid to be here. Doesn't say that, but like she knows he got paid to be here. Uh but later on another member of the team, Lieutenant Gorn. A uh, an imperial mole who's working for the working for the squad outside. Pretty cool. Love love an imperial spy. Someone who is actually in the the empire. He's a defector. Uh, what was that one character in Obi Wan? Her name. Uh, that oh, kind of yeah. was the same thing. Uh, um, yeah, I love. Or maybe she was just her. getting back from a mission or something like that. But it kind of seemed. Like no, she, she was. Doing she it on the she was brought up in the like she yeah. joined oh, the right. empire. No, yeah, she did. Yeah, that was a right. whole that was a whole thing for her storyline. It was uh Shit, I know her name. I know her name. Tala. Ah, yeah. Tala. Yeah, she was a real one. Fucking that character type is pretty cool. Like the the it's and it's it's kind of like Cassian like what he said like they they wouldn't even think that it's possible for someone like us to get in their yeah. ranks or like you know like um yeah. oh, I just love a the I don't know every all these rebellion characters are so cool. I just love the the spirit of rebellion is so fucking awesome, and this show is just permeating it. But uh, he's also very unhappy about Cassian being here. He's like, "What the fuck? Pretty late in the game, don't you think?" And Vel's like, "We needed another hand, and you know that." Uh, and he's like, "Well, yeah, but I should have been consulted on that." And Vel's like, "On that, we can agree." She's like, "I wasn't even really consulted on this. You know, he just kind of showed up. I have to be okay with that." Uh, but eventually the group goes over the plan, which reveals that, uh, much like Canari, the empire has mined Aldani for everything it has. Uh, their plan is seemingly a suicide run up until they explain what their cover would be. The celestial event, the eye of Aldani, uh, which will be, oh, it will be awesome. (laughs) They're hyping it up. Like they are hyping it up, you know. Like yeah. they're gonna show it's it's gonna be beautiful. This. Yeah, it's gonna be gorgeous. Like it's the whole mission, the whole time, there's gonna be like a firework show, a, a a mega meteor shower, firework, insane space event. Little crystals burning up in the time. atmosphere and shit happens every three years to the hundredth of a second. God damn, I'd worship that. Oh <laughs> if yeah, I lived on the planet, I'd be like. I would get on my hands and knees, like for. I mean, yeah, that's that is an I think, interesting. I think he might have even said to the thousandth of a second. Like it's like he did, and I wonder, like, is it the full? Is it like that's too like machine like? You know, it's not like 
Well, I guess no, because like the summer solstice happens at the same. It's I don't know. I guess. No, I think it's I think it's a natural phenomenon because it sounds like this is something that goes back a very long time. You know, like this is not this is not something that started with the empire. This for a long yeah yeah like the way the river was cut off. It hasn't it hasn't been a thing of beauty in a long time. It's been really morose and sad because Uh, of because of the fact that the empire has occupied Aldani. But uh, yeah, yeah, I can't wait to uh, see that happen. That's going to be sick. Yeah, from the ground, it's a thing of beauty. But from the sky, it's chaos. So they're gonna have to go through it. Yeah, they, we're gonna. Said, yeah, we're like, gonna see that. They said uh, they calculated a path out, but like, no way it's going right. No, no, that's there's something that's right? gonna go wrong here. Like, no way. It's just unless it is just a true beautiful shot of them just like kind of going through it and seeing it. Like, we see it from the ground, and then we see it from like inside of it, yeah. and then we see it from like way past it looking back on it i don't know maybe it is just a nice and easy escape (laughs) i sure hope so uh i seriously doubt it but i sure hope so uh but vel asks if if cassian's in and he's like yep let's fucking get it and then later at the campfire he's given all that he needs to know he's like you know what one of these Mm -hmm. things is he's like yep all right Here's this, here's this, here's this. It's a lot to remember. You got to have it by morning, bud. He's like, can I finish my meal first? Uh, and they're like, all right, smartass. Yep, finish eating, get patched up, and then you got to have all that shit by morning. I'm going to get watching. Uh, and Cassian's like, okay, um, deal. Like, damn. I mean, I'm getting 200000 for this, but, like, I just expect – I mean, he probably expected just to be a very – hands-on right away sort of being you know bang bang sort of sort of thing grab the money get out uh he didn't really think he was gonna have to go up against an armory so you know i guess um it's not what he signed up for but um his reaction was just was funny just whenever he was i loved the reaction whenever he was like oh so that's your cover okay i like that that's all right you got me convinced you know like that's yeah i mean it's fair like honestly good plan like it is a great plan. Great He's plan. like, it's only manned by 40 people. Odds are a lot of them are going to be looking up in the sky, looking at that shit. How are you not going to look at that? Um, but uh, nevertheless, that's where that's where the episode ends for us with Cassian and with the Aldani team. Uh, not not super action packed, but very, very important setup for the for the arc mm. um, that I'm expecting we'll get over at least next episode, maybe maybe the next two episodes. But uh, really, really dug that. It was a fantastic way to continue Cassian's storyline. Get him introduced to actual rebel fighters. Mm. You know, like Bix and Brass. So they have the spirit of rebellion, but they are not rebellion fighters. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, these people are fighting within the rebellion. He's introduced them by someone who is leading the rebellion. He's he's ready for this shit, you know? This Uh, is his first, like, actual rebellion mission. mm -hmm. Like, uh... We're seeing as the first one, which is really fucking cool. love it. I fucking love it. But uh, at some point amidst all of that, we cut back to Luthen making his way back yes. to Coruscant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we see him put on uh, his his Coruscant facade. You know, he, he enters a secret compartment on a ship where he gets like the coolest fucking setup for a closet I've ever seen. Uh, hangers from a galaxy far, far away. Pimp as fuck. Uh, Mm. Throws on a wig that I was like, well, that's not going to look great the way he threw that on. And then they cut to the front of him and it's like perfectly, 
perfectly weaved in and stuff. Hey, we're and in I'm space, like, you know, yeah, we're yeah, in space. Yeah. It, it can happen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, he looks good, you know. And this is like a oh, he got money. He got yeah. money, money, because he looked wealthy. Uh, and he seems really icked by like having to do this, but it's like what it's like he's he's got to. When yeah. he like affects the persona, you know, like he like puts his hand out and he's like, yeah, you know, like I'm getting into character. Like I loved that shit. And it's perfect yeah. because he can't, he can't break in front of anybody besides those that he deeply trusts. And, uh, we do eventually see him at his front, his high end antique gallery, which is just full of Easter eggs. I don't know if you've taken the time to really look through this. I didn't. I wanted to. Uh, Ooh, I like this. I, this was the scene I was going to go back to and pause. Like I'm, I'm here right now because yeah, I was uh, wanting to know. <laughs> so we see, we see a Gungan shield like we would in the Phantom Menace. Uh, we see Star Killer's armor. Really? Yeah, yeah. On a wall. Um, we see like pieces of the wall for the, the mother, father, and or the father, the son, and the daughter from Rebels. Like the world between worlds what? wall, um, like there is a lot here. There, someone pointed out that there might be Padme's um hair piece from Revenge of the Sith that like held up her hair might be there. It looks like it. It's very far in the background. Can't really tell. Uh, a Mandalorian chest piece for armor. Um, just a ton of just nerdy Star Wars shit. You know, like if you're you're picking that apart. You're loving every second of it, especially given that we get a classic Star Wars character in the mix during the scene with Mon Mothma, Genevieve O'Reilly showing back up. Ooh wee! Talk about Ooh-wee. what she came in on too—that hot rod land, like ooh, ooh like the like total nod to like George. I think here being like, let's give her, you know, let's the give blue. Her a pin- let's a pimp her ride. It was a very yeah. Good blue. The sound of yeah. the engine was was very crisp here. Um, Fucking wonderful gangster pulling up in that. Um, but yeah, they yeah. put on a put on an impressive little show here, discussing the gift for her husband's day of days, one of Chandrilla's oldest customs. There are many of them. Oh, your history is very rich, my lady. Oh, that is a friendly way to put it, good sir. Um. Very, very funny. I loved this shit. And uh, I recently read, this is one of the reasons I've loved reading the books, uh, Princess Leia of Alderaan. It's like, it's the title is fully Journey to Star Wars, The Last Jedi, Leia, Princess of Alderaan. But it is set before A New Hope. It is Leia's introduction to the Rebellion. Mm. And one of the things she's she's present for is a dinner with Mon Mothma, Bail Organa, Bria Organa, and all these all these people sitting down for for dinner when Tarkin comes and knocks on the door and he comes and sits down with them joins them for a meal and they have to clean up their act they have to put on a show to get Tarkin the fuck out of here so what happens is oh. Bria starts acting like she's drunk off her ass she starts getting real upset she goes and my husband's frequent visits to Chandrilla, there's no secret why that's happening. And Mon Mothma goes, "If you're gonna accuse me of things, just say it." And like, uh, 
And Bale's like, no, that's this is no, we don't need to do this here. Leia starts crying. Tarkin's like, Jesus Christ, guys, pull yourselves together. He like gets up and leaves, and then everyone just shuts it the fuck down. They're like, Leia, it was all a, it was all the show. We're so sorry. Uh, and Leia, Leia was, was like, I know. Like Leia was like, I know, Aww. but it was so nice to let this all out. Everything's been so overwhelming. Uh, but uh, <laughs> damn. But yeah, so this this is something they have to do a lot, you know? Like, they're always being watched. Mon Mothma's like, hey, like, this shit's... I'm being, I'm under siege, as she puts it. You think um, that the, like, whoever was working at the museum, too, like, has no idea of Luthen? Like, do you think he puts on the act for even her, too? No, like, I think she, I think she's in. Is it, uh, just the way when there... she, when she pulls up and he's like, uh... She's like new driver, like she's in on like distracting him and stuff. Like we got new coins. Uh, There's no shame in uh, looking. Like, uh, like she she at least knows okay, he's fair. up to something important. I don't know if she's fully in or anything, but he's got to mm-hmm. he's got to trust this assistant, uh, pretty pretty faithfully. And uh, I guess it's literally the back room is like a full kind of like. Well, I guess no. There's not anything like re- that just screams rebellion. In no, the it was still all like, antiques, oh, yeah, but it was so. st- yeah, like it was still the back. You know, like we're going back there to have a discussion. Uh, mm-hmm. And when they get back there, and he's like, "Either you need to pay me my fucking money, or you need to get the fuck out." You know, like he like immediately changes, and it's like, "Ooh, goddamn." Mm-hmm. Uh, but Mon says, "You know, the money's not the problem. It's there. It's getting harder to move around. Everyone's watching me. They're everywhere." There's a new spy every day at the Senate. I go to the bank. There's new faces. And she's and Luthen points out, you got a new fucking driver. Uh, and Moth was like, yeah, but there's someone I found who can help me. That's Bail Organa. Okay. I was, I mean, it made, it was a line that was like, it's definitely someone we know is what it yeah. seemed like. That's, um, that's Bail Organa. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, I think it's gotta be because I don't think he's, I don't think, we're talking about the building of the rebellion here. It seems like it's Mon Mothma, Luthen. That's the thing, though, is that I've always been under the impression that Bale and Brio were kind of on the ground floor of it. Um, but I guess this would still be the ground floor. Like, they're not, they haven't launched anything. They haven't built an army. Like, this is, they're not on Yavin yet. I don't think Yavin's a thing yet. Um, I mean, it's there. They just haven't made it their base. Um, they yeah, didn't like build a planet. Coming to you know? existence in yeah. and five years. Yeah, right. But uh <laughs> But yeah, so uh they 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 keep button heads a little bit and uh Luthen ultimately is like, All right, we need we need funding, not more people to know about it. And then he's like, We're gonna go ahead and just I'm gonna go ahead and give you this on a loan. She's like, Damn it, man, I don't think the conversation was fucking done. Uh yeah, he did just, and he did end it very abruptly. Well, and it's like, you can't be back there for two, like, I think he was like, we're, like, timing-wise, it'd be fishy for us to be back here any longer. That's the end of the conversation for as long as we have now. Um, mm. He's very calculated. Yeah, I mean, everything he does is, or they have to be, all of them. Like, that's, and the man, little, I didn't even think about that. The little double entendre he gives her after he's like, yeah, the gift's alone. You'll If he doesn't like it, bring it back. Uh, he's like, it's a daring choice, but I trust you'll have the courage to turn back if it should be a bit much. Um, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> but uh, 
we follow Mothma home to some beautiful shots here. The Holy the visuals shit, yeah. of her, like the, the shot where it like zooms through some sort of arch as it follows her into a room. I was like, Oh God, that was gorgeous. The uh, she's got her house. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Dude. Oh, our house. I don't know what to call that apartment. Yeah. Right. Penthouse mansion. Pretty much. Um, she's got servants running around and shit. Yeah. But uh, everywhere too. Oh, yeah, she's loaded. Chandrilla don't fuck around. Uh, but her husband's an insufferable prick. Uh, he's setting up for a dinner party, uh, filled with her political enemies, and he's like, "Oh, why does everything have to be about politics? Oh, oh, you're talking about injustice in the galaxy. I'm rich. I don't have to worry about any of that. Fuck you, man." Uh. That's yeah. exactly what he's like, you know. Uh, Man, this yeah. This oh, dude I'm is not just, political. This dude just automatically a dick. They did a great job of making you hate him very, very quickly. He gonna uh, die. Yeah, he gonna I'm, die. I got a feeling. Uh, oh. But yeah, he uh, not very sympathetic towards Mon because she's like, "Yo, these are my fucking nemeses." Don't pull up with them. Uh, she she notes that the the people from this sector that is getting leached, I think it was the Gorman sector, which is also noted in Rebels, as there is a massacre of the Gorman people later on, and it's what makes Mothma go, I'm resigning from the Imperial Senate. I'm good. Fuck this. I'm going full-blown rebellion. Y'all can fuck with me. Um, Damn. Yeah, like... Uh, Eesh. Yeah, so just a bunch of little through lines here with throughout the story, which is really, really cool. But uh, he's like, oh, don't worry. You're not seated near any of them. You're at the other end of the table with the boring people. These people are fun. Yeah, uh, straight up calling his wife boring. Like, to like, her Jesus face. Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, he notes that perhaps she notes that perhaps they can laugh about it over a third course while all these other people are starving in the Gorman sector. Slam uh, dunk, fucking got on his head. Yeah, he's oh. like, why must everything be boring and sad? Why does everything have to be about politics? Why are you bringing up the atrocities in the galaxy? Uh, Well, because what the fuck are we doing here, man? We have the power to do something about it. I am literally in the Senate. Uh, I am a senator. What the fuck are you talking about? Why must everything be about politics? Why must everything be boring and sad? Well, because we live under the Empire, fuckboy. Everything is boring and sad. Damn. Yeah, Not the really... happiest marriage. No. And <laughs> I and wonder, like, is it... I don't know. In, like, why? It, it Has it always been like this? Or has it just been maybe, like... Strained by the Empire Imperial rule, maybe? Um... Which would make even more sense for like she's getting she's getting radicalized even further and further into her beliefs and stuff. And he's just like, I couldn't give less of a shit, man. I'm rich. I live on Coruscant. This doesn't affect me. Um, It kind of has the Cassian viewpoint initially where it's like, would you rather live under the Empire? He's like, well, it's at least living, you know, like I'm at least alive and not um, fight, you know, fighting every day. Blah blah. But it also just like Mon has the opportunity to just turn a blind eye, live a very comfortable life. Mm-hmm. She she doesn't have to worry about any of this, which is what makes it admirable that she does. You know, like, she does put herself at risk. She risks her life for this cause. Yeah. Uh, every fucking day. 
um, I have a feeling we got another potential rat in uh, Perrin. Mm. Uh, Perrin is his name. Oh, what was the previous Tim? Tim. It was fuck Tim initially. Who's now it's what's fuck this guy's Perrin. name? Fuck Perrin. Perrin. Ah, oh, his name even sucks. Yeah. Fuck Perrin. Fuck Perrin. But uh, yeah, that was kind of the end with Mon Mothma there. I was so fucking glad to have her back. Genevieve O'Reilly fucks in that role. It's insane. Uh, she was another choice for me where I was like, I almost chose her. And I'm tempted to go with her for my favorite character. Uh, but I was, I was, that's where I was leaning because like her pulling up and her just instantly being like already on like the rebellion side and like, you know, just getting her, her early years. It's just, I don't know, this is. It was it's super nice. cool just to see her here. It's nice, yeah. As I'll, a I'll keep that thinking we'll on follow, it. Like, I'll keep thinking on it uh, for at least, uh, yeah. Like Mon Mothma will be a part of this because we are watching the the founding of the rebellion. You know, oh. uh, so I'm excited. We'll be back on Coruscant. We will get more there. We've seen promotion with her at the Senate. You know, so like we Ooh. we're gonna get it all. You know, we're getting it all back, baby. Uh, haven't seen that Senate room since fucking. Palpatine versus Yoda and Revenge of the Sith. Uh no. so very excited for that. But Damn. uh also on Coruscant, we got the ISB, the Imperial Security Bureau, uh the CIA if the uh if the corporate security are the fucking cops, you know? Yeah. They are the uh if those are the cops, these are the feds. Uh I the there was one more character in consideration and it's another game of thrones actor which is cool you know kyber um, and i just i've i've always neglected the evil side you know and the bad side but but as far as the just dickish side of the empire goes like this major guy Partagaz. this guy's pretty cool i'm not yeah gonna major like major part of gas dang it why is his name kind of it's kind of cool Part kind of like Perrin, or what was I already forgot? Yeah, Perrin, uh, you got it right. Yeah, it's kind of like Perrin along that line, but Partigas, ah, it's cooler than Perrin. But but I I, I really know. do love the introduction to the ISB here. This like council where they're going around asking about planets. He's mm -hmm. he's like, so what the fuck's going on here? All right, you don't have a good answer for me. Fuck you. I'll put someone else on it. How about you? Uh, and the first one he asks about is Arvala Six. We are familiar with an Arvala, but it's Arvala 7. Ooh. Arvala 7 is where Grogu was hidden. Yo. Yeah. Interesting. Where he just, just stashed one planet away. Like, you right? know, a last ditch kind of like, oh, what's the closest little thing I could send this escape pod to? Right, right. Because, I mean... It, was he chilling there for 50 years? No. Probably not. Not just chilling there. He had to have been fed. This I, man, was gonna, I was going to say, man, there was probably a lot of Easter eggs in here. They mentioned so many planets. And yeah, we got Arvalo. We got, uh, I mean, we, we get pretty quickly to Morlana. We got Ryloth mentioned. Mm. We oh, know yeah, them yeah. as the, the Twi'leks. Uh, but, yeah, lots lots of little, little bits there. Um, man, he made everyone in this room feel stupid. Like, yeah, he summed God. all of them. He was like, Man. "All right, can anyone tell me what the fuck it is we do here?" And Deidre, like, uh, the the 
seemingly the central imp that we will be following, Lieutenant Deidre Miro, uh, the blonde lady, seems to be our our central figure for the Empire. Uh, lady Nark. We got Lady two, Nark. Um, two Narks. Nark and Narkess. Um, hopefully <laughs> they Nark just get Girl together. Nark. Maybe yeah, maybe they get together. Uh, Boy Nark and Girl Nark. But uh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, He's like, can anyone tell me what the fuck it is we do here? And Deidre gives them the perfect answer, exactly what it says in the ISB handbook. This is our mission statement. And he's like, completely fucking wrong. Yeah, uh, so we're healthcare providers. We find what is wrong with the body, whether it be in or out, germs, viruses, and we get rid of it. That is what we do. Um, Real empire outlook on, like, straight up. That's like, or kind of even more of like a Agent Smith, like matrix parasites. Ooh, yeah. humans are parasites like kind of an evil outlook there that's not a i mean that's corp i don't know i mean i guess that's kind of like some corporate outlooks too but it happens in the real world yeah but, uh definitely i don't know <laughs> but yeah the the mention of ferrix perks uh perks her up she's like oh interesting let me look into this she finds some stuff about the n95 star path unit that was stolen so th- it was her base that Cassian apparently walked onto and stole a Starpath unit from, and then uh, at some point, but uh, we uh, oh maybe that maybe Boy Nark and Girl Nark do get together. It's a possibility like, they work together you know, to. I was thinking of it as a joke, but like she doesn't get the jurisdiction to do anything. But who else would have better information than the source itself? Um, as Boy Nark. Could just be like, yeah, I was on that mission, and now I'm kicked out. I, he left. He's gone. Or back with Ma. He's on uh, course, not. Yeah. So, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's on course, not. Uh, they but... better not make narc babies, man. I swear. Oh, fuck the narc I babies. I swear. They need to end that bloodline there. Yeah, um, but uh, speaking of the Ferrick sense in it, uh, you know, the Lieutenant Blevin, as we come to know him, is sent to Ferrix to talk to the corporate security he's like uh he meets with narc bootlicker and jan royce um and uh, uh he's like not having it oh, no man. and the fact that bootlicker raised his hand and he was like are you fucking kidding me like i'm not even gonna humor that um, they just absolutely Sir, i wasn't them. even here i didn't even know of this he's like fucking exactly dude you yeah. thought that was gonna help you that's yeah true um well i mean is it re- i mean like he was on a meeting with all of them though like he had to be there you know right but it's like a it's a lack of control like, over your employees it's a lack uh, of like yeah. it's just like you weren't aware of this Fair. happening yeah, that's true. you're in charge it's on you you know like you you at least take part of the blame and uh and he's he goes up and he goes up into Nark's face and he goes, you all proud and shit. You've rung the final bell on corporate independence from now on Morlana, That's Imperial controlled. Okay. Not only did he lose his job trying to uh, avenge the lives of two of his coworkers who got killed on the job. He got a few more of them killed, a few more of them badly injured and all of them fired. None of them have jobs anymore. Good job, Nark. You did good. Um, bet you're real fucking happy with wow. yourself. 
Yeah. I mean, he's, he's in, in, he's, you know, I, I thought he was overreacting a little bit, but like, no, he's, he's that mad. Yeah. Um, I mean, what an, a complete and utter failure. And, I, and that brings me no more, like, brings me a lot of joy. Oh, I'm so Just, happy. Um, he's got to go home and live with Ma. But, uh, he <laughs> oh, I didn't back. even put that together. He's yeah. Going, like, he has nowhere else to go. Oh, my God. He travels home to Coruscant. His mom lives in, like, the coruscant underground, you know? Like, this is where we come to know as, like, the seedy, poor people area and uh, i don't know if you noticed him uh not touching things with his bare hands he used his sleeves to punch in like codes and stuff Sick. uh yeah this dude's just this dude's just dripping with disgust 100%. oh i guess yeah more of that i just thought i just uh fellow germaphobes uh it's just nice to see out out oh yeah, the world yeah every now and then not not that uh it's more along the lines of he doesn't like the filth and like yeah. it's more of the metaphor there, so yeah, I, I take he's, it back. he's in the Coruscanti underworld, and he's like, ah, these disgusting people. Let me cover up my fingers when I punch in this code. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so he goes to his doorstep, finds his mom. She smacks the shit out of him, <laughs> then cries and hugs him. Uh all the while he looks fucking miserable. He looks terrible. Uh. It's fucking fantastic. I loved every moment of this. Uh, it made me so happy to see him so fucking sad. Um, fuck Narc. But uh, I, I, I love, like, I want to know. I, now I'm curious, though. What the fuck did he do to make his mom so mad? Did he just leave in the middle of the night one night, never come That's back? That's what like, I must do. He's like, I gotta, I gotta do what's right. I gotta join the force. Yeah. I'm gonna do it tonight. And I don't know. I feel like he just... Got up and left. Corporate security is hiring, Ma. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna follow my dream. Son, you can't be a cop. They've pushed us down all our fucking lives. <laughs> like, we're in the Coruscanti underworld. I don't know if you noticed, but this is kind of terrible for us. Um, and he's like, I gotta help. I gotta help from the system from the inside, Ma. Uh, and then he, he's just, uh, he's, he's just a piece of shit out there. He's just a dirt out there. Can we get a redemption arc? No. I don't think so. I think he's just going to steer further and further into his thing. Um, yeah, no. It's going to be like, I think they are going for a story where like, there are network TV shows. If this is set in a real world setting, where this dude is the protagonist. This yeah. dude is the good guy. He is the main character. Yeah. He is going to go full what he thinks is hero mode, and he's going to fucking die. And in the in the eyes of the Empire, it will be, oh, he died a hero. But to us, it'll be fucking good. He was a, he was an imp. He was a fascist. Fuck that guy. You know what I'm saying? Because I was thinking, I'm like, does it ever, like, does it ever, is it better to see uh, him as evil and him just go full evil and die? Or is it better... For him to realize that he is like full blown and then actually turn on, turn around on that and maybe like in his dying moment, like sacrifices himself for casting. I'd be cool with that, but I think, I think we're going for something that it's, it's like a fascism is good for nobody, even those who believe in it, even those who abide by it, like it will eat him alive. 
and it will just it will spit them out. It'll chew them up, and that'll be it. Uh, and he will die, he will die believing in it. He will die for that cause. Um, but nevertheless, Not either way, hopefully, yeah, hopefully, um, Narc dies by the end of this shit. That's just all we can hope for. But uh, meanwhile, Miro has been uh, doing all in her power to get access to the Ferex reports with her with her uh, sidekick. But uh, Blevin is like, yeah, no, not going to let that happen. I can't do that. Uh, hey, be sure you don't climb over my head, all right? Don't look down, fucking bitch. Like, a lot of misogyny in the workplace here. Uh, yeah. A lot of it. But freaking part of gas over here kind of, like, getting real and being like, yeah. yo, I know it's completely unfair, and I know you gotta deal with all this shit, but, like, come on, you gotta prove yourself still, you know, like... Yeah, he's, he's like, he's like, he's dealing with six sectors, his his reports are in, you got two, and yours aren't. Like, come on now, we're in here wasting our time, go ahead and get your shit done, and frankly, I do like what you're doing out here, you've done a good job, Uh, I'll, I'll give you some more shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, it, it is interesting, because he he's kind of the boss that, like, He's a dick, but with compassion somehow. Well, he gives you he gives you just enough to make you feel good about coming back to work for him. Yeah, he's a good. He's, even though these people are absolute narcs here, he's the least narky feeling. You know, he <laughs> he feels the most comfortable. Um, and I don't. Yeah, I don't know that. That's why I was considering him as my favorite character, just because it it was you know and. An interesting take on like someone who you could have just been an outright dick the whole time and been just you know the the character that like could have been narc but to an right. even higher degree you know or whatever. But. Well, he's got like he's he's a little bit more nuanced. He's got a little bit more going on there, and uh, it, it is interesting. I think he's just uh, he's a lot of talk. I don't think he his whole thing earlier. We identify. Uh, illness, germs, disease, and we get rid of it. She's like, I think this is an example, a a a sign that rebellion is stirring. I've got all this shit. I'm I'm sure of it. And he's like, Nah, nope, no way. Uh, I, he's got a little bit of the hubris thing going on. He's like, We're too good at our jobs for rebellion to be stewing. That's true, but it was just a a like a couple thefts. And and I guess in their minds they're looking for like legitimate revolution, you know. Like she had three thefts, um, was her like evidence, and that's what he told her. He was like, I, "Once it is real, legitimate evidence, I think that's just like, um, their their focus, their scope is a lot larger." Um, than... Riddle me this, Batman. Mm-hmm. What if it's Blevin who goes? I think these are signs of rebellion. I think we've oh. got rebellions doing. Is he oh. is he a little bit more That's what you that mean idea? by all talk. Yeah. Oh. Like if if it was Blevin who was like, I think I, I think these are signs of rebellion, and he's like, I will look into that. You know, but it you know, it's it's Deidre, she just got here. We're gonna hire more people like you, you know? He um, did kind of turn a little bit at the end there. Yeah, it was like... Yeah, you're right. You know, yeah. I'm giving him a little too much credit here. I, well, he put, like, and that's the thing. He puts off a really uh kind of charismatic vibe. Like, he's like, you want, like, I don't trust him, obviously. He's a fucking narc. But, like, he goes about his job in a way that is the least narky of all these narcs. 
Um, but n- nevertheless, something, right? Yeah, it's got a. I don't know. It's got a. There's a reason he's so. The there's a reason he is the leader of ISB agents in the Empire. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't just talking, pick anyone for that. We're talking Callus yeah. from Rebels. That was an ISB agent. Oh. Moff Gideon was an ISB agent during the the Night of a Thousand Tears, like on Mandalore. Okay. Okay, Gideon yeah. was a fucking I, like this dude was in charge of them. Hey man, he ain't to be fucked with. I'm gonna tell you that right now. There's there's more there with the fucking Pantagaz or whatever the fuck is it, Partagaz. Um, but thus, I'm actually thus flipping. The, his uh, name sucks. Partagaz. It's worse than Partagaz. It is worse uh, than Perrin. But yeah, so what's interesting though is that uh, we know it was it was definitely a launching us in a direction type of episode, introducing us to more players, showing us some more that's going on. Uh, it was damn good. I'll tell you that, but it was not, uh, it wasn't as complete as we would typically like a single episode of television to be. Yeah. Uh, and it'll be, it'll be a fun rating. So for our rating, we've got enjoyment, we've got uh genre and we've got critical rating. All these are out of 10 enjoyments, just subjective. How much that connected with us on a, on a, an, emo- an emotional level or any level, it's completely subjective, whatever the fuck genre. That's 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 that space fantasy Star Wars spy thriller shit, and we are on one this week, buddy. It was fucking good. Uh, and then critical. That's all things considered: writing, filmography, uh, filmography, cinematography, how a how it's made, acting, soundtrack. The score was incredible this week. I have a feeling we're gonna have another pretty good episode on our hands. Uh, but before we get there, do we have to declare all our favorites? Do we do we have all that in? Yeah, I think character-wise, I just have to go with Mon Mothma. Like, I, I can't do Luthen three times in a row. I gave him the yeah. performance, and I think that's more of what I'm I'm focusing on is the performance that he had to put on of Luthen and the museum, you know, salesman uh, type. So, uh, for character, I'm I'm gonna go Mon Mothma. Um, I support then... that. I support that for character for me. I'm gonna since you went Mon Mothma, I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. I'm gonna go Vel. I really liked Vel. I thought she was a great introduction, a character that I'm really excited to see back next week. Uh, an actress that I was familiar with and really, really enjoyed watching in a new role and a, a heroic role for me. I love the rebel leaders, you know. So like, I absolutely loved that shit. Um. That was too damn good, you know? I, I I liked her character a lot. I think I gotta go Vel for the character. I am going Stellan Skarsgård as Luthen for the performance because that man's just fucking crazy in this role. Uh, and, like, this this was his best episode yet, you know? Like, he, he I already, I think I already came close to choosing him before. Uh, and then this was did. just... You had him as your favorite character in episode three, mm-hmm. but performance, yeah, this is the first that he's kind of for you. Gotcha, gotcha. I think I think I ended up going. I thought about giving it to him last episode, and then I went with Cassian. But uh, yeah, yeah, man, this this is I don't a great know what fucking my performance. Scene was um, we both need a scene. All right, um, um, you need a line as well. My favorite scene is Mon Mothma and Luthen in the oh. antique shop. That was a. Uh, that was such a strong part of the episode. We were back and we were back on Coruscant. We were back with Mon Mothma. We got some real spy shit going on there. It was just 
it was just too it was just too good you know and it was full of little easter eggs i love that shit um it was just a really really great way to reintroduce us to that character and introduce us to the coruscanti side of of luthan so uh I i really dug that i'll go i'll go with uh a Luthen scene, and it was Luthen talking to Cassian before he left to go to that was, Coruscant. Um, that was another. That was another option for me. Um, uh, kind of like the the final spark in, like, hey, like you, I know you're gonna do this. You know, I, I'm giving you all these outs if you want them. You're not gonna do it. I know that this is in you. You're, and I don't know, being that that like rebellion mentor for him. Yeah, I dug that. I dug that. But yeah, I think my line would probably also have to be the I imagine line. That was too crazy. It was yeah. too good of a line. Uh the yeah. specifically, I'll go I'll go a little bit more specific with it. I'll go like uh I imagine whatever you tell me or tell yourself, you will die fighting these bastards. You know, like uh that was that was my favorite line of the episode. I think it's got to be. Got to be. From Luthem. 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 Yeah, that was... Yeah, I, I, whenever you were just going scene by scene, I'm like, nah, I, that, that has to be my line. It, was, it, st- it started it so fucking good. Like, it was such a great way to kick off the episode. Um, And, like, I almost went, with, like, scene-wise, I almost went with... Uh, Vel and Luthen, their walk together. Like I loved, I loved that sequence. The visuals there were gorgeous. But I mean, the the museum shit with Mon Mothman and Luthen was just too fucking cool. I loved that shit. So uh, I think I think that's what I had to go with. Uh, are you ready to throw a rating at it though? Oh yeah, I I think I'm ready. I've been thinking enjoyment wise, um, and. I- I don't. I mean, I don't think it was last episode. I don't think that it's a ten. I go uh, necessarily. I go nine. I go better than yeah. the second. I think I liked it more than the second episode, but not not a perfect ten. You know, like that's when nice. I did watch it the first time, I was a little like, "Oh, that's it! Come yeah. on, yeah, give me some." But then you realize what we what we got, and it's like it's the start of all the spy stuff. You know, you need you, you can't have spy stuff without suspense. It can't just be like, oh, we're going here, we're right, we're right. breaking out, and it's bang, bang, bang. You got to have some suspense and stuff build, and for let have have time for stuff to happen. One hundred percent. And I was right there at a nine. Uh, Good, I'm but glad as we're, far glad we're as the spy and stuff goes like it is doing it perfectly like this is yeah that's a 10 i think that's yeah. a 10 genre okay. wise i think it's got to be uh this is kind of the standard for what i want the show to be spy wise when it came to cassian being introduced he's going undercover he's clem they don't know who he is luthan back on coruscant mon mothma and him having the secret conversation in the back room like mm-hmm. This is the type of shit I'm looking for. I feel like I'm under siege, you know. I feel like I'm being watched. I go to the bank and everyone's got a new like new people are there every time. It's Oh yeah. It's it's spy thriller out the ass, bro. This shit is hitting. Uh hmm. So yeah, I think I I think I got to go. I think I got to go 10 out of 10 there. Uh But critically, this will be an interesting one. Uh to be sure, cuz I think it's probably least complete 
story. Uh, not least complete, but not super complete. It was a great starting point, great introduction to a lot of new characters. Was visually stunning. The expansiveness of this, like this show continues to wow me in terms of being familiar in terms of Star Wars, but so unique and mm. singular visually. Uh, it's visual language is I, like, like I said last time, I think the closest thing we can compare it to is Rogue One, but it's different than Rogue One. It's so much you know, more involved. We're getting so much close-ups of how technology works in Star Wars, like their iPads and their computers. Like we're getting legitimate. Like I don't know. It, I I don't know why I'm noticing this more, but like people like reading a tablet and being like, "This is this," and we're we're not seeing English or anything that makes sense to yeah, a computer screen that we bash. see. It's like yeah, it's like it's insane. But we're seeing like so many different versions of that. Like at the IS or What's the acronym? ISB, for the, the, yeah. Yeah, the ISB. Like, their, how their tablets and their, like, little buttons worked and how they were looking through stuff. And, like, right. I just love that it's it's not just, like, static stuff in the background. They're, like, actually focusing on it. And, like, it's it's showing how it works in universe yeah. sort of thing. Um, so, I don't know. A lot of shots were, like, it, it does have its own very distinct style. And I don't know if that's just, this is the new Star Wars now. You know, if that's, like, just how they're going about it. Because we have the technology too, but I was trying to think of if the story was like complete, complete. Cause Castian, it's like kind of left a little open. Like it's, it's, it's left just very him, open. Yeah. It's just him like being a little more convinced and being like, okay, like I'll do this, but he is still getting paid 200,000. So like, we don't know if he's fully in it for the rebellion quite yet, but you know, he's going to get there. Um, I mean, everything, everything about this episode is left open. It's a very, yeah. it's a very opening episode to like, it felt like another premiere. Like that's, that's like, it made the first three feel even more like a prologue, you know, like, yeah, this is, this is what got us here. Now here's the rest of the story. It felt like another premiere. Like, I feel like you almost, I mean, you couldn't have, I love the first three episodes, but like, I would have been convinced that if they started the first episode with Luthen escaping with Cassian and like, this is how they just started the show. I, I like. I don't know that I would have batted an eye. You know, I think I would have been like, "Whoa, great premiere!" You know, like, uh... yeah, I don't know. I, it it wasn't bad per se. No, like, that, not that's at the all. Biggest gripe is that it, it's left open, but it's kind of that's all right. Point of it's, the episode, you know, yeah, like, like it's definitely media. it's yeah. definitely the first of like an arc. Uh, pretty pretty well directed. Uh, really well acted. Uh, visually stunning. The soundtrack fucked. I think I landed about an eight. Yeah, right around critically. Yeah, I mean that puts the episode at, at a nine out of ten. That ties it with the premiere. Um, the only thing that switched was the enjoyment and genre were flipped. The premiere hmm. was a, a ten in enjoyment and gave a nine enjoyment here, and then vice versa for the genre. Um, Feels fitting. So yeah, tied with that, and then a little. A little step down from last episode, which, yeah, last episode fucked on a different yeah, level. Just, it's one of my uh, favorite episodes of Star Wars ever. Now, yeah, but better. I've than watched it like two. I've watched it like five or six times. It's so like good. I've... It's so good. Oh, it. I guess if it's in like three episode arcs, you know, like maybe we get an episode like that, like at at episode six when this arc ends, we get like another 
everything I, coming together. I think it can like, kind of be something uh, we expect a little, like uh, at yeah, least maybe. on the Cassian storyline sort of side of things. Uh, oh, maybe not maybe. so much with Mon Mothma stuff. Feels a little maybe bit more. That's why they released the first three like that? Actually, yeah, just to be like it is three. It this is like a Clone Wars type show. It's like, an. You will be getting arcs. Um, I think so. Sure. It's just a matter of whether they do consistently three episode arcs because I feel like what they set up for Cassian this episode could be done next week. They could very well do that entire mission next episode and that just be that. Um, so like it's a matter of will we get three episode arc there or are we just going to go ahead and this is a two episode arc. This is another two episode arc and then another three episode arc, you know, like uh, that sort of thing. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, nine out of ten. That, that sounds that's damn good. Yeah, I mean this this show is it's been it's been an absolute blast to look forward to. Like it's uh-huh. now I have I have this t- today. You know I I got to wake up, got to watch some Star Wars tomorrow. I get to watch She Hulk and Lord of the Rings, and then mm-hmm. it's only like a couple days for House of Dragon or House of the Dragon. I was forget House the, of the Dragon, House of the Dragon, but, House of um, the Dragon. Yeah, I mean Sundays are nuts for me. House of the Dragon, Rick and Morty, Bob's Burgers, all going on now. Uh, Abbott Elementary on Tuesdays, Andor on Wednesdays, She-Hulk on Thursdays. Like, I'm eating right now. TV show-wise, I'm eating. I'm watching Better Call Saul in my free time right now. Just finished season one today. Gotta start that. I'm getting so many TikToks of Better Call Saul, and I have no idea. Like, yeah, he has some cool lines, but, like, I don't know any of the context, so it's not actually, like, landing hard, you know? No, yeah. It's, like, first season's solid. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But, uh... This is the Andor After Party. Fuck it. I won't talk about Better Call Saul. Uh, if you would, head to patreon.com slash coroblown where you'll find over 40 hours of exclusive content. I'm going to go ahead and get a bunch of content out this weekend. I uh, missed last week's poll list and book review. Going to double up this week with last week's poll list, this week's poll list, and two or three book reviews. And I think we're also going to get a little conversation in on the Deadpool 3 news. At some mm. point, I feel like that's going to be one I'm going to need to talk through because I'm very excited about that. So patreon.com slash Bloom, three bucks a month, very much so helps the podcast. Please do that. Uh, head to Twitter, follow at PennyBloomPod, follow on Instagram at PennyBloomPodcast. Leave a five-star rate and review wherever you are listening. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to have you. Remember. Peace, love, and bloom. And keep the after party rolling next week with Andor After Party number five.